We're looking at the Earnest from Earth Curriculum Guide, Chapter 9. Our social-emotional learning focus for this chapter is self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship skills. The first question is, identify all the guests at dinner. It's not really a question, but the, the first task Identify all the guests at dinner in this chapter. There's Mr. Sparrow, Mrs. Sparrow, Mr. O, Dat, Ernest, and then there's another woman and her two children. Number two, there's a thin woman with two children at dinner. Describe their appearance and behavior. The woman is described as being very thin. She wears a mended dress. She has a boy and a girl with her. The girl is also described as being very thin. She wears a dress that's a yellow fluffy dress, but it's kind of too large for her frame, kind of hangs off of her. And the boy is wearing jeans that are patched and a little small. The next part to this is what might these things indicate? Why do you think they're over for dinner? Answers can certainly vary here, but the thin bodies, along with the mended and sometimes ill-fitting clothes, might indicate that the family doesn't have a lot of money. That may be why they're over for dinner. It's a chance for them to get a good meal. And that might have something to do with why the woman is so grateful for being invited over. Next, describe Mr. O. Physically, Mr. O is very tall, very broad. He has a bald head, a thick black and white beard, dark red skin. He is very gregarious, very funny during the dinner. Very extroverted, seemingly. Number four, why do you think Mr. O might be over for dinner every night? That's pretty up for speculation at this point. One could wonder if Mr. O maybe doesn't have a family of his own. So he's over at the Sparrows every night. One might also think that maybe Mr. O has faced some challenges and it seems like the sparrows bring in people who are maybe a little down on their luck facing some hardship. Five, why do you think Mr. O told his story when he did? Mr. O is really telling a story to lighten the mood a little bit. The dinner is a little tense at first. Ernest is new there. It appears this family, the woman and her children, are new there for dinner. They're maybe, they're maybe there because they don't have a lot of opportunities right now themselves. That can be awkward sometimes to accept some kindness from someone else. It can be appreciated and still be awkward. So it's, it's sort of quiet. It's sort of awkward. And... Mr. O breaks the tension with a humorous story. Six, 
At the end of his story, Mr. O told his troops, you better laugh now. You never know how many more chances you got. What do you think he meant by that? He might be suggesting that the soldiers that are there for training are in a potentially dangerous situation that can be life-threatening. They don't know how long they might have to live, if all of them will make it all the way through. Mr. O mentions that it's during the war, they call it. And he may also be speaking broadly in the sense that none of us really know how long we have. So it's best if we can enjoy our opportunities. And he might be saying that about the dinner as well, that it may have started a little awkward, but we should all take the opportunity to have a little joy when we can. The next part of that question is, do you think that might be a piece of foreshadowing? Explain why or why not. This could foreshadow that later in the story, things will become more difficult. There'll be some more hardships, so they had better laugh while they can. Seven. Dat's father suggests that Ernest will go to school with Dat in the morning. Predict what might happen when Ernest goes to school. This is pretty wide open. Any predictions? Perhaps he'll be discovered. Perhaps things will go wrong. Perhaps he'll learn more about the different cultures that exist on this New place. This place is new for him. Eight. Why might the author have used a family dinner as a structural element of the story? How might this speak to the central theme of the story? Really, I wrote this uh, this scene to introduce the family, the family dynamic, and... This is kind of what I think when I think of my family. About time sitting around the dinner table with my brothers and my mom and dad growing up. We still do that to this day. I do it with my children. It's like sitting around the dinner table. And I think kind of my whole life, I've even done that with my friends who are very close to me that I consider family. We would... Even in college, like in the cafeteria, sit around the table and eat, and it would be a long thing. I was still with my kids. We might sit down for supper for an hour, an hour and a half, and we're eating and talking and maybe even watching something, but we're just enjoying our time together. So that, to me, is really family. And I wanted to represent the strong sense of family that exists in dad's household that seemed the best way for me to do it because it's what i know and how it might connect to the central theme of the story is just the idea of focusing on family and on relationships
the extended thinking for this chapter is to put yourself in Ernest's place at dinner. Have you ever been in a new situation meeting new people? How did you feel? What things, if anything, helped you feel more comfortable? We all have experiences like this at some time or another where we're thrust in with a new group of people or we're just in a situation where we don't maybe feel real comfortable. We feel a bit like an outsider. And all of our experiences are going to be different and there's going to be different things that help us feel like we do fit in. Or at the very least that we are welcome. Maybe it's someone extending a hand to us, doing something to feel okay, to feel like we're not alone and that we, we do belong, that we are welcome. With that, the end of chapter 9, I guess the only other thing I'll mention as we kind of talk about some behind-the-scenes things. When I wrote this, Mr. O is one of the characters who is based in large part on a single person. Anytime I'm writing a character, I'm thinking about a lot of different people and maybe borrowing aspects from them and creating an image in my head, not just of what they look like physically, what they sound like, but personality traits that they have that I might take from people I know. And Mr. O, in a lot of ways, embodies one of my dear friends, Nate. And Nate is a very big... Big man in a lot of ways, physically large, but big heart, big laugh, big personality. And that's who I was thinking about primarily when I wrote Mr. O. Then I mentioned the the scene around the dinner table. The house, the Sparrow's house, when I describe it, the exterior of the house is actually more or less the house that I I lived in, grew up in from like middle school to high school, where my parents still live. But the interior of the house is actually pretty close to my grandparents' house. We were very close with my maternal grandparents and spent a lot of time there growing up. And that was also a house full of people and full of food and camaraderie. So I actually, when I describe the interior of the house, it's that house. So that's just a little little extra information. Thank you so much for joining me again. That's chapter 9. We'll continue to do the audio and video elements for this. Much love.